Welcome to the Mariner's Church Life Group Leader Podcast. This weekly conversation is designed to equip and resource you to build a healthy life group community that studies God's Word, practices spiritual rhythms, and changes the world together. Welcome, Life Group Leaders. This is week one of Song of Solomon, Wisdom for Your Love Life. We are excited to jump into this brand new teaching series, looking at uh, this incredibly uh, practical, profound book, eight chapters, looking at how God actually does care about how we navigate our relationships, how we pursue our relationships, how we maintain health in our relationships, and of course, ultimately, how it points us towards this deep desire for love that we all have in the human form, but is ultimately met uh, in who God is. And so this is going to be a great sermon series. I've got my good buddy, Tiffany Lyons, Lyons joining us uh, today. Tiffany, how are you? I'm doing fantastic, John. Excited to be here. Yeah, glad to have you too. A um, little fun fact about Tiffany and I, uh, we're recording this on the Tuesday after the Super Bowl. Pain point for me, high point for you. Yeah. I'm from the Bay Area. You're from Missouri. Go ahead. This is your opportunity to glow. Oh, God. Let, it, let it rip. Oof. Go ahead. I, I will tell you this, John. I was filled with excitement, and I was so happy that we won. Yeah. Um, but I immediately felt sad for you. Oh, thank I you. I of you. The compassion. There was, there was a, oh. there was like, it, it was panning, you know, all the people having fun, but also, also people that were like hurting. Yeah, yeah. And there was one guy from the 49ers just sitting there with all the confetti. And he was so sad. And I thought, that's John's mother's That friend. was And I'm so sorry. Minus, <laughs> yeah. minus the confetti. I'm so sorry. Uh, but I chose not to wear any sort of gear this week. I appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate it. I wore a hat today. It's a hat day. And I got an L on my hat. And Tiffany just said, what does that L stand for? And I said, apparently, it's a loser because we lost this year. But hey, <laughs> life goes on. Life goes on. Christ is still on the throne. He is risen. He's coming again. So good. Ed Football will be back here before you know it. But hey, what what, what can you do? Well, uh, thanks for jumping in. I'm excited for this um, this yeah. sermon series. Um, want to encourage leaders, as we always do, if you haven't already listened to the um, series overview I did with Eric, make sure you go back. He gives us a great overview uh, on the entire message, on the entire uh, sermon series. Um, but I'm thinking about loads of different environments where this is going to be encouraging. I think about you right now in your role as our college pastor yeah. and Thursday nights and how you're shepherding and caring for the young adults uh, in our community. And um, just right off the bat, just to dispel, yeah. some people may think, is this a, mess, a sermon series that's all about marriage and marriages? We'll be talking about relationships. Just dispel a little bit of that for us and where, totally. where we're going. Yeah, I, I, I'm so grateful for Eric and his leadership and yeah. know, the way he talks about this and um, and we, we will hear in the message that he talks about God's view for singleness and marriage That's right. and both are really to be celebrated. Yeah. And so, um, I'm so excited because this is going to be so important for people who are single, for people who are thinking about getting in a relationship or people who are dating, engaged, married, divorced, like fill in the blank, whatever your marital status is, we all long for good relationships. Yes. And so I think there's not going to be one person that feels left out is my prayer. Yeah. Because, um, my goodness, the Bible is applicable to everyone. Oh, that's so good. That's yeah. right. Absolutely. And and both, single married, yes. high, high callings, and both followed Jesus faithfully through that. Mm-hmm. Um, and on both sides of that, we both want to cultivate health in our relationships, whether yeah. you're doing that from the from the beautiful confines of being married or whether you're doing that from trying to figure out attraction and dating and how do you do, how do you do, I mean, both of that, we're learning principles that are going to be put in practice for, for the rest of our lives. And I love that this book, like God cares about that. And he has yes. some things to say about that. And so it's going to be a really practical equipping series, but 
as you mentioned, rooted deeply, deeply in God's word. So we're going to jump into it. Let's it's do week it. one, the gift of attraction. Oh my goodness, going to be so fun. Here we go. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. We're going to look at our questions and then we'll draw some, some things out here that as it relates to the uh, to the message and give you just some insight about how to navigate this well within, within your life group. So lean in question. It's our icebreaker question. And the principle there is the more you can get people to talk at the first question, the more they're going to talk all the way down through. So kind of a fun question this week. It says, what is one of your favorite love songs and why? I asked Eric this question last week on the series overview. Oh, what did he say? Well, he didn't say. He sung. You lost that loving feeling. <gasps> and you got to go back and listen to it, whether you think it was good or not. But oh. he did sing it. So I want to ask you to sing yours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but what do you think, Tiffany? Stand oh, up. man. Okay. I'm not saying this is my favorite, but it's the first one that popped to my head. And it's old school. Yeah, come on. It's Back at One, Bride with Night. You guys know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's like a dream. I said we weren't going to see it, but here we go. Come on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a great one. DK, if you're listening, I'm available. Come on. on That's pretty yeah. jam. Uh, but I also, I also was inspired by the Super Bowl because Usher was the halftime show. Oh, uh, yeah. So my boo is so good with Alicia Keys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, That's great. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I feel like I want this. I got to be honest. I wasn't paying attention during that time. Uh, I was pacing back and forth, waiting for the second half to start. So uh, that was that was my favorite part of the whole thing. That was great. Yeah, yeah. I like I like old school stuff too. I love Al Green. Like any of that Al Green. Let's stay together. Oh, oh that's that's a good one. Oh, such that's a good, a good one. I will try to sing it for you now. But that 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 is a good one. <laughs> I think for Lindy and I, what did we have at our married? It was. Did you guys um, have a song? Our first dance or so was it? Um. You know, da, 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 da. And the way you look tonight. I think that was the Oh, yeah. The way you look tonight. Yeah. Is that what's called? The way you look tonight? I think so. Okay, great. I should go back and pop the VCR in yes. our VCR tape machine and, and look at the playback footage. <laughs> All right. You ready to get into the passage? Let's do it. Okay. Um, this is uh, from verse one, chapter one, verse one through six. I'm For the sake of time, I'm not going not gonna to read it all, but we're going to pull out some of the yeah. things that are within in the passage. But yeah, what a great passage. I mean, just the way that the... The book opens up, the Song of Songs, which is Solomon's. Yeah. Oh, that he would kiss me with the kisses of his mouth, for your caresses are more delightful than wine. I mean, just reading that, it's like, oh my goodness, who spiked <laughs> my Bible? You know, what's what's going going on here? But there are some things that we can learn here. Yeah. Um, the question that's posed to us here is, what do you learn about attraction from the text? What do you learn about attraction? So, I want to encourage you in your group, ask that question first. Okay, this is the question: What do we learn about attraction? And then read the passage and then ask people to interact mm. with what they read uh, in the text. And then call back to what um, Eric walks us through this passage in the message. And um, we, we've seen a bit of the message now that, Tiffany, what, what are a few things that you see yeah. from what Eric taught, which is rooted in the scripture, that we can pull out about our learnings from attraction? I think, you know, I mean, gosh, right off the bat, that first line, attraction is not condemned by God. Yeah. These are right. all like... Yeah. Uh, attraction is, I mean, this is a God idea, you know, when it comes to attraction. And so, uh, I think like celebrating attraction yeah. is, uh, really beautiful in this text. Right. And so, especially as I think, so I'm a single person. So I think like often when we think about talking to single people, we're like, it's easy for us to just keep the narrative on what not to do. Uh, and we yeah. lose the, oh, wait. It's okay that you're attracted to people. Yeah. That's how God's designed you. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think just the celebration of it. Yeah. A design and the desire that, yeah. that, that comes that comes from him for sure. And and that's a that's a part, not only a a normal part of our human existence, but that's mm -hmm. a part of our wiring of how we're created created yeah. to be. That's right. And I love that this whole book is is calling is calling on that calling that out. Mm 
and that physical attraction is certainly a, a part a part of that. And Song of Solomon doesn't shy away from that in any in any capacity. But also, there's some deeper cuts here too, which yeah. are walked us through. Why don't you just highlight some of those um, when we learn about attraction from from this passage? A few things that he that he pulled out here. Totally, yeah, I love that he walked through. Um, because when we think about attraction, it's so easy to only think about one asset or what, like one yeah. um, layer. Of right. It. Um, and so um, we think about the initial attraction um, of seeing somebody and being attracted to them, but that there was multiple layers to this thing. And so we see that um, she she's a woman of character. Right. You know? Yeah, uh, if you look at verse three, right? Yeah. Your name is perfume is poured out. I'm sorry. He's she a, he's she a, says this of him. Your sorry, name he's is a man of character. Yeah, yeah. She's a woman of character for saying, but he's a man of character. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, yeah. So she, he's uh, she's attracted to his character. Right. Um, I love that uh, we we talk about like he talked about even just understanding what beauty was in that particular day. Right. And for for this for this like this region in the world at that time. If you were pale, that was like that was a good thing. Yeah, and so which would be great for me right now. But it's yeah. that's uh, that's not how it is anyway. So the idea of being tan means that you're working hard in the fields. You're doing you're you're out there working. So right. that speaks to her character. Um, yeah, that speaks to her hard working. Yeah, when he says that in verse six, yeah, you know, stare at me because I'm dark for the sun has has gazed on me. That's it. I'm not talking about her ethnicity, right? But the implications there is somebody who's working in the fields under the right. sun that she had to support her her family. And so, yeah, there's something about her, her work ethic and, yeah. and taking care of others. So yeah, there's something about his character, something about her work ethic, which is tied yeah. in into to the character as well. Yeah. Totally. And then ending with, um, yeah, lovely, like the curtains of Solomon. Right. And so at the same time, knowing her worth, knowing, mm-hmm. um, you know, who she is and knowing your worth is so, so valuable. So That's it. Yeah. yeah. Right. So yeah, of course, physical attraction is a part of it, but there's a depth here that we're introduced to. Yes. And that we're invited into. It's not just a biblical principle, but we're being yeah. invited into that reality in our own lives. That scripture doesn't shy away from the physical attraction part. But there's, as you said, more layers to that. Right. And the more of those layers that we can lean into, understand, appreciate, uh, the more depth we're going to have, have in our relationships. That's great. So then we move to the lookout section. It says, where have you seen our world have too narrow a view of attraction? What does a narrow view look like and what does it lead to? So many things that we could we could say there, right? <laughs> so many things. Um, I mean, yeah, but of course, you think about and Eric talks about this quite a bit in the message about the hookup culture, yeah. and the advent of some of the the dating apps, and those are great resources, incredible incredible t- tools. But how those can mm-hmm. also be used as placing people as um, commodities to consume, and totally. the hookup culture, and when attraction is just surface level deep, um, but that doesn't create sustaining relationships when you. Just by the one thing, if you make that one thing, whether it's just physical or whether it's yeah. attracted to the mental, I mean, it's got to be, it's got to be holistic, right? Right. Absolutely. And, yeah. And we see a lot of things flare out um, when that's, when that's not the case. Totally. Yeah. What, what else have you seen yeah. that, with that? I, I think you're so right. It's easy to, um, it's easy to see that the physical attractiveness of somebody like, um, it can live just there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think even Eric uh, referred to, I forgot what the study was exactly, but that the, there's a, an expert that was describing relationships and saying um, that really attraction, like if it's only at that one level, can only sustain for a certain amount of time. Right. And then you have to, then that like, um, you know, hit of excitement or whatever 
goes away. You have to get so, that's somebody else. It like it dies. Yeah. And so um, anyway, and so it's easy for us to. It's not a bad thing if that's what initially draws you, but then of course, yeah. Uh, to live there, like you said, that's that's not going to be sustaining. And also, I think too, if if we live in just the hey, that person looks awesome, I'm attracted to them because of the looks, and that's where you live. Then you're always looking at, uh, around to see is there, yeah. is there somebody yeah. else? Is there like a better option? You know, like yeah. I mean, we we have a hard time committing to like going to an event because there might be a better event that comes by. Yeah, and I think that. With the advent of even um, the dating apps, and I'm not down on the dating apps. I'm on the dating apps. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, but it's easy to be like, ah, but there could be somebody better, right. and there's just so many options. And uh, there's there's a dating app that I'm on that's like Christian one, and if you swipe so many times, it'll say like, hey, you've just looked at 40 people made in the image of God. Oh, and wow. I was like, man, that's beautiful. Like that's yeah. awesome because it's easy just to be like cute, not that cute, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But like. To be like, oh no! Every single person is made in the image of God. That doesn't mean you have to date every single person, but it's a it's a beautiful reminder of that. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. I love that. Thanks, Tiffany. That's it. Yeah, I mean, I'm on the other side of it. I've been married, you know, for 23 years or so, and I could tell you that that is so true. Like looking for the holistic part of the person, and of course, there's initial attraction physically with my wife, totally. Um, but different parts in different seasons. You you need all you need all of it. You need all of it. We're not always going to have that same level of physical beauty and attraction. Yeah. There's going to be different parts that you need to invest in and appreciate about about each other. I love what you said too, because if you're just making it about that one thing, you could be very easily looking over your shoulder, comparing yeah. that one thing versus other versus other people, which is a really unkind place to live in in your relationship. And you're going to miss the beauty of um, the holistic person in in front of you, right? So that's really good. That's great insight. All right. Shall we move on? Let's do it. Move on through here. Um, let's see. Let's, let's go into the look-in uh, questions here. It says, um, and by the way, we're holding our series guides. So you're going to get this so uh, this weekend. It's got your sermon and discussion questions in here. This is a resource with, with our staff team. It's going to give you more of a background into the book of Song of Solomon, a timeline, and all of your weekly questions are going to be in here too, along with the scripture. So uh, the look-in questions for this week, it says, from the passage, we see that attraction, while physical, is meant to go deeper. What lessons have you learned in your own life about sustaining lasting attraction? So we're talking about that a little bit already now. And then what wisdom do you need from God in navigating attraction and either pursuing or cultivating healthy, healthy relationships? I mean, I think the first thing for me that just comes to mind is it it takes work, right? Like the relationships that um, God entrusts us with, they're, they're a gift. But like any good gift, like we need to we need to steward it, and so it takes yeah. intentional investment and appreciation and communication, and not making just one thing the singular tone of our of our relation of your relationship. Like we're multifaceted people, we want to bring that into our into our relationships. I think another thing too is is calling that out when we see it um, in our in our in our mate in our in somebody that we're in a relationship with, like that whole. Uh, celebrating what you see in somebody in a in a multifaceted sense of the word yeah. is really helpful. It's really helpful because it's enabling you to see it, but it's also enabling that person to see that in themselves. So they feel like, okay, I know you love me, but you don't just love me for this part. You love me for all these other parts. That's and that builds in a sense of like confidence. And that builds in a sense of, yeah, God has uniquely wired me in a really holistic way. And while, yeah, I mean, have a strength theory there, but man, actually there's so many different parts 
about me that are complex and are wonderful, that are beautiful, and calling that out in each other in your relationships, I think is really valuable because often we're blind to see what yeah. others see see in us. So I think there's a there's a principle for us uh, for us in there. Uh, and then Tiffany, what would you say, like just on advice of like cultivating yeah. that, pursuing that, like preparing ourselves for that? Anything that you would want to draw out for us? Why well, can I ask you a question before we go to that? Please. Because I mean, you you've been married how many years now? Oh boy, over twenty over twenty three okay. <laughs> and twenty four in August. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Well, so because I mean, I'm I mean, I what I love too, and this is a life here blue your podcast. Yeah. We learn from each other. There's that's not right. one person that's an expert. Um, but I'm just curious in your relationship on that first look in question. Yeah. Um, what are some practical things that you've done? Has it always been natural to affirm? Uh, your wife, like in, in the holistic, you know, uh, of like who she is. Yeah. Uh, like, what are some nat- like some things that were maybe not natural or natural that you really have seen like make a difference? Oh man, there's so many. There's so many things like complimenting just for the sake of complimenting. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like in my broken self, yeah, I could. You can maneuver your compliments to get something out of, out of the relationship, right? But complimenting just for the sake of complimenting, because you sincerely see something in your in your spouse that is wonderful, that is beautiful, and she may not may not know it. And so I I, I want to bring that to you as a way to like to like yeah. serve to serve you, and realizing that those things really really matter. That they're like investments, intentional investments that we make in our relationship. It builds up, yeah, like this inventory of like trust and and, and togetherness yeah. in a non manipulative kind of a way. Because we all know what it's like to get like a passive aggressive <laughs> compliment yeah. or call out or whatever it is. And then, yeah, the, the, the whole thing is so true, right? About attraction and the pursuit of attraction relationship, like pursuing your, your spouse, your mate is a lifelong endeavor. You know, we've been married for a long time and, you know, we want to learn from couples that have been married longer than us. And the principle of like date your spouse, like date your spouse, like have like for us, Fridays is our time. Fridays is our time where we, we go to brunch together. We do things together. We have, we have activities together. Like we carve out time. We're all busy. We've got kids all over the place, the whole thing. Uh, and you can make so many excuses not to carve intentional time out to be with your spouse because you can get that whole familiarity breeds content thing. Mm-hmm. And how many relationships have you seen and you sat with where, man, they're functional roommates where they have a contract and so sad, right? So sad. We've seen it so many times where they're maybe they're together still for the kids and once that goes away, like what, what do you have? Like your marriage, your relationship with your spouse is a thing that's going to last. Kids are going to move out. Your job's going to change. Work life circumstances are going to change. But investing in the oneness of your relationship through intentional dating, complimenting, community, all of those things are massive. And we don't always get it right. Uh, but uh, man, we, we see the benefits I thought we see the benefits of it. And we, we you can tell when, when you're not doing that. You can tell there's there's drift and you can have drift in, in your relationship. And are we always like completely attracted to each other? No, we get on each other's nerves and everything. But there's a commitment. There's a oneness yeah. that comes from intentional investment. So, yeah, a couple, couple of things for us. That's cool. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So on uh, like the wisdom you need from God in navigating attraction to, uh, and either pursuing or cultivating a healthy relationship, yeah. I think I'll, I'll go with the um, pursuing, I yeah. guess. Um, man, I think I need wisdom from God every day on this, yeah. you know, because it's, um, I, I've seen so many times and 
you don't want to live in fear, but I've seen so many times my friends who love God pursue someone who doesn't love God. Yeah. Um, maybe they go to church, but they but God is not like number one in their yeah. life. And then I see mission drift, like it yeah. just totally pulls somebody away. And so I think that's probably like the number one thing is when I'm looking to see like, okay, do I like this person? Do I look to see if they're attractive? 100%. But if they're attractive, the next thing I look for is like, okay, do they love God? Do they, not do they just go to church, but what, sure. what does that look like? And um, and I'll, I'll ask questions like, hey, tell me about the church you go to. Awesome. Like, where do you serve? You know, yeah. like I go a couple layers deep because it's easy just to throw out a mega church or throw out a church name and, you know, you go once every couple months or whatever. But I want somebody who like, this is like a main deal for them. Yeah, that's good. Um, and so otherwise, there's no way you're going to have that same level of commitment to God yeah. if you're significant other does it. Right. That's really good. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I think something too that even Eric draws out, which is applicable regardless of your relationship status. I mean, yeah. he says something here to the effect of become someone who someone you want, wants to be with. Yes. Which is that we're working on ourselves, we're developing deep rooted character yeah. and integrity in ourselves. Mm-hmm. And that, that never stops. Whether you've been married for 23 years, whether you're on, on that journey somewhere, somewhere in between, that, that never stops okay. of you know, it's not about finding the perfect person. It's not about fixing the person once yeah. you find them. It's, good. it's about, no, actually, I want to be someone who has a deep sense of integrity and character and is attractive in the best sense of the word and all the aspects of the word. Because, yeah, that's often yeah you're, you're an attract to, to, to yourself too, right? So I think there's a principle there. Again, whether you've been married forever, single, dating, engaged, um, it starts with really your relationship, the formation, becoming like Jesus. That's got to be the principal primary thing. So things, things flow from there. Really good. Great, Tiffany. All right. Well, thank you so much. We did it. The, we did it. the gift of attraction, week one. This is going to be a great series. And um, love that you guys are on here listening week in and week out to this. And I want to encourage you to lean in to this uh, sermon series. You've got your series guide or else you're, you may be getting them this weekend. There's spaces in here for you to take notes. Like, be listening to the message and Bible in one hand, series guide in the other hand. Look at the questions as Eric is teaching and jot down your your notes, your learnings, your interactions. Because the more that you're prepared based off of the message and the passage, uh, the better your group discussions are, are going to be. And your group really looks to you to help lead that and facilitate open dialogue and questions. So preparation, preparation is key. Use this resource, use the guide, use the podcast, all to help you to get the most out of your discussions this week. All right, guys. Well, thanks for your time, and we'll see you on here next week.